0: So way back in the day when accusations were flying out about leftists, uh, McCarthyism, right? Oh, the mere accusation of having been in the Communist Party should not be enough to have any negative repercussions. You can't just throw mad allegations at people and it's absolutely unjust and wrong to even expect them to stick in any way, shape or form. It's a witch hunt. It's like the Inquisition and a famous leftist named Arthur Miller... Created a play that was enormously popular among leftists called *The Crucible*, which was directly analogous to McCarthyism, wherein he placed his play in the witch panics that occurred in Salem, Massachusetts, many uh, years ago, centuries ago. And it was like, oh, you you can't just call someone a witch, and then everyone goes crazy. It's wrong to be accused wrongfully. It's terrible. And now, of course, inevitably, the left um, is is doing doing the same. So, we're going to talk a little bit about Roy more, and the challenges of the he said, she said stuff, like stuff that happened in private, no witnesses, no physical evidence, decades ago, I think 38 years ago, and it's not impossible to make these allegations and have some credibility, but there's a couple of things that I use, a couple of tools and techniques that I use to evaluate these things, hopefully they'll be of use to you. The first, of course, is, is there a motive? Is there a motive for this, right? So, There's a a phenomenon so common that it has its own acronym, S-A-I-D, sexual allegations in divorce, right? So if the wife accuses the husband of sexual misconduct with the kids, she gets the kids, uh, he gets detonated, and uh, it's all just a mess. So there's motive there. doesn't mean the allegations are false, but you have to be suspicious around motive. What is the character of the person who is making the allegations? Are they committed to truth and honor and Upstanding moral citizenry throughout their life. What is the timing of the allegations? And are the people broadcasting these allegations consistent in their moral outrage regarding these matters? So we'll talk about that. It's a useful rule of thumb, I find, for judging these things as a whole. So Roy Moore, as you probably know, West Point graduate Vietnam vet, constitutional scholar, currently running, of course, in Alabama. And recently, the Washington Post reported that four women have accused Moore of initiating sexual contact with them in the late 1970s and early 1980s when he was the DA and he was in his early 30s. Now, a lot of these are just dating. He would play guitar, maybe a little kissing, but no, you know, nothing past, I guess, first base. But one of the women, whose name is Lee Korfman, told the Washington Post that Moore had sexual contact with her when she was just 14. Course, the age of consent in Alabama is uh, 16. So, again, we're going to look at motives, character, timing, and consistency. So, with regards to character, just look up the Washington Post and fake news, and you'll see that it doesn't always have the most sterling reputation for an objective adherence to dispassionate facts. When we look at uh, timing, of course, um, this woman went public with these accusations one month before the election in Alabama. And that's kind of important. Now, there is she's the only one below the age of consent, and the other women were between the ages of 16 and 18, when Moore was in his early 30s. He tried to court them, he dated them, and so on. And the uh, a lot of the reporting on this conflates women who were above the age of consent with the one woman who was at the time below the age of consent. That's uh, obviously kind of slimy, Uh I don't, I'm not a huge fan of guys in their early 30s dating women in their late teens. I don't think it's particularly great, and I've talked about this before, but that is not um, an issue of legality because the women are uh, of age. Now, Moore, of course, has denied these allegations. Uh, he said that the article was, quote, based on a lie supported by innuendo. He said it seems that in the political arena to say that something is not true is simply not good enough. So let me be clear. I have never provided alcohol to minors, and I have never engaged in sexual misconduct. So um, you know uh, the timing is is obviously pretty suspect that this stuff lies dormant for uh, thirty eight years, and then boom, it comes up right before the election by by a newspaper who has endorsed Roy Moore's opponent. That seems quite quite important now. With regards to. Consistency with regards to consistency. So, the three major broadcast networks, of course, have given massive coverage to these allegations against the Republican in Alabama, right? The Senate candidate, Roy Moore. But there is an ongoing federal corruption trial of New Jersey Democrat Senator Bob Menendez. Now, this guy is accused of hiring child prostitutes, and this has been largely ignored by these media outlets. And the Menendez thing is a big deal. This is the first time a sitting U.S. senator has faced a corruption trial since 1981. And now this trial has been going on for over two months. And ABC World News Tonight, CBS Evening News, NBC Nightly News, they haven't even mentioned the trial once. Once! Once. This is not just some shadowy allegation from almost 40 years ago. This is a guy who's been charged. The trial is going on not mentioned at all. So where is consistency with regards to this? NBC's Today hasn't covered the trial at all. ABC's Good Morning America and CBS This Morning have managed in the last two months to give the Menendez trial one story each. Uh, It was a minute 48 seconds for ABC and 22 seconds for CBS. That is some stellar reporting, guys. And that's according to the Media Research Center. Links are below. So there's one 24-hour period after these allegations against Ray Moore came out. So the same networks that over 65 days never found it in their schedule, time enough to mention the Menendez trial once, and these very serious allegations against him, the allegation of hiring child prostitutes, which, you know, could be considered objectively worse than playing guitar to a woman in her late teens. So these networks hadn't mentioned Menendez once, and they, quote, spent 24 minutes and 36 seconds on serious allegations against Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore. So there's no consistency here, which again raises doubts as to whether this stuff should even be given a single shred of credibility. Sheriff Clark tweeted out, Pardon me, folks, I must have missed the long list of prominent Democrats who called on Senator Menendez to step aside and resign after being not just accused but criminally charged with political corruption. If someone has that link, please direct me to it. So, because, of course, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, if these allegations are true, this guy's got to drop out of the race. And basically this would hand it over to the Democrats. And I guess this is how they want to win elections these days. Of course, they don't like appealing to the general public with their actual ideas, but they sure do love importing voters from the third world. They sure do love indoctrinating kids in public schools. They sure do love indoctrinating young adults in... Um, Universities and a wide variety of other dirty tricks. This, of course, being one of them. And it's funny—you look to the left; they talk about this stuff pretty regularly. Rule for radical Alinsky. We have no standards. We know the other people have standards. Let's use those standards against them, and um, yet still we fail to listen. So there are, of course, senators—of course, on the Democrat side, but also GOP, GOP senators—demanding that Roy Moore drop out over highly suspect 40-year-old allegations. But what do they say about Menendez, who's actually been federally criminally charged? I mean, it took a grand total of 44 minutes for the mainstream media to get every single U.S. senator on the record on the allegations against Roy Moore. 44 minutes. Now, the corruption charges and the controversies swirling around Bob Menendez have been going on for four years took 44 minutes to get every senator on record about Roy Moore. Over four years, how many people in the U.S. Senate have been asked to comment on the allegations facing the Democrat, Bob Menendez? So, of course, when the media asks for comment, uh, that is pretty obvious opposition. It is political activism. And the same thing happened to Herman Cain uh, back in the day. And... um, uh, even John McCain was um, was talked about having an affair with a woman thirty years his junior, I think it was. So as far as mo- as far as motive goes, well, and timing and and all of this and and uh, consistency and character and so on, this fails every conceivable test. Now, the Washington Post actually sought out these accusers; they didn't just sort of come forward. Uh, Unprompted, And it has informed its readers to that effect. But that seems kind of important. When you're going around digging uh, up people, trying to find people pursuing stories to publish about a politician whose opponent you have endorsed, that is not journalism anymore, in my opinion. That is out-and-out activism. And there's some reports that uh, the reporters aggressively pursued these women and convinced them to come forward. Again, straight-on political activism. You just need to be honest about it. Just say we are... Uh, a a super PAC, Jeff Bezos blog, dedicated to pursuing the leftist agenda in America. Now, of course, the most serious one is the the 14-year-old girl. Now, she said that Roy Moore called her on her phone in her bedroom. Again, these are little details that are important. Now, her mother, her mother has reported that her daughter did not have a phone in her bedroom during the time that she says Roy Moore called her in her bedroom. So that's an important detail. Called me in my bedroom. Mom says, nope, didn't have a phone in your bedroom at the time. And when you're making these kinds of allegations, the first brick that crumbles to me takes down just about the whole thing. This girl, again, we're going to talk about character. So the girl herself reports that her teenage life became pretty chaotic. A lot of boyfriends, heavy drinking, drug use, and that she tried to kill herself when she was 16. Now, if people are in an emotionally chaotic state, if they're using drugs, if they're drinking underage, does that have any effect on memory? Well, I would argue that it quite probably does. Do we want to trust the recollections of someone going through that kind of personal chaos, and taking that number of mind-altering substances. Dunno. Now, another way that we can believe, and this has come out about the Hollywood stuff, another way that it becomes a little bit more believable, is if people tell other people a lot uh, about what happened at the time. You know, did you tell your family? Did you tell uh, other people, oh yeah, no, I remember her talking about that, and so on. Now, this woman says, well, she didn't really share her story about Roy Moore, in part because of her life and its sort of chaos. She ended up having like three divorces, uh, huge financial problems. Her second husband and her, when they lived in Arizona, they started a business. It fell into debt. They filed for bankruptcy protection three times. And once in 1991 with almost $140,000 in unpaid claims bought by the IRS, other creditors, and so on. So does this speak to character? Drug use, alcohol use, seems promiscuity. We've got uh, welching on debts, uh, three marriages, suicide attempt. Again, it just speaks to character. Is this someone whose word you can... I mean, she promised to pay bills, and and she didn't. So let's talk about timing, right? So 38 years have gone by. It didn't happen last year. It didn't happen next year. It happened right now, about a month before the election. The reporting newspaper, which is the Washington Post, endorsed the Democrat opponent. Now let's talk about consistency. Consistency with regards to the mainstream media as a whole and attacks on women or sexual impropriety uh, for women and and girls. Of course, Bill Clinton has allegedly and sometimes admittedly been a serial sexual harasser and predator for decades. The media defended him like crazy. Never. Uh, called on him to resign as a whole. Uh, One of the women who alleges that she engaged in a legal, consensual, but age-inappropriate relationship with Roy Moore, well, does she have any motive? She has boasted publicly about doing work for very handsy, grabby VP Joe Biden and, of course, a variety of other Democrats, one posting on her Facebook page, seems to show her doing sign language work for Hillary Clinton. So that's important. Uh, One of the women is a supporter of Moore's opponent. And now she's went around deleting uh, all of these pages from Facebook where this is showing up, which again, does that speak to motive? Does that speak to consistency? So with regards to the mainstream media, I guess the concern is sexual inappropriateness. So the question is, do they really care about kids? Uh, Do they really care about risk? towards the young from sexual inappropriateness or downright predation. Well, of course, if they cared about kids, they would push back against the explosion of single motherhood because kids are about 30 times more likely to be abused by a man who's just in the house who's not blood-related. So 30 times, uh, that seems pretty important. Way back in the day when Jerry Seinfeld was in his early 30s, he dated a 17-year-old and the media reported as he's in love. 17-year-old. John F. Kennedy. Man, that guy was a drug-addled hound dog. He had an affair with a 19-year-old working in the White House when he was in his 40s. Ted Kennedy. Ted Kennedy was called the Lion of the Senate and helped to, um, well, destroy America in many ways by opening up the floodgates of third world immigration and the media consistently referred to him as the Lion of the Senate. The media really cared about predation upon children as they claim to with regards to the Catholic Church. Well, you're far more likely to be uh, preyed upon sexually in a government school than you are in any Catholic diocese. But of course, government schools provide through the union dues regular amounts of money and protection to uh, Democrats so they won't uh, kick that over. Again, does it speak to consistency? It sure as hell does. You got Bill Clinton, Anthony Weiner, and so on. You got the left wing media covering up for the pedos and rapists and molesters in Hollywood for decades. Corey Feldman was bringing his assertions up many, many, many years ago. Where was the in-depth investigation? Because you see, they just care so much about the kids. So I just wanted to give you a couple of tools for looking at this kind of stuff. It is one of the great problems, of course, in any kind of moral outrage situation, that when you have private events with no corroboration, no witnesses, no evidence that occurred a long time ago, uh, they are... To me, virtually impossible. I mean, you know, if somebody admits and so on, that's a different matter. But when you hear one of these allegations, it doesn't matter where it's coming from. Look at the motives of the people who are making the allegations and those who are broadcasting them. Look at the character of these people. Are they? Do they have a consistent public record of focusing on truth, of, of self-correction? Do they, have, um, do they have pure motives? Or is there something that taints their motivation? Look at the timing of when these allegations erupt and also look at the consistency. If someone claims that this stuff is really, really terrible, are they consistently on record, on record publicly, applying this moral standard consistently and evenly across society, across the political spectrum, across ethnicities, across genders? Are they consistent in their approach? And to me, if any one of these fails, I dismiss it. If motive is suspect, if character does not support a publicly consistent pursuit of truth. If the timing, you know, almost four decades, boom, right now, if the timing is ridiculously suspect, and if the people creating and supporting the accusations are not consistent in their application of these moral standards, then to me, I completely dismiss it. And the alleged actions, the, the, the misbehavior, the smear, boomerangs for me. Because when you make an accusation, a public accusation of significant immorality, or in this case, potential illegality, you better be pure in your motives. You better be pure in your character. It better not be suspect timing and you better have been consistent in making these accusations against everyone who may have acted in this way. Because if you're not, then to me at least, the smear becomes a complete boomerang. Instead of taking down the other person's character, you simply reveal your own predatory power-addicted lack of character. And to me, it falls into the category of, well, that which is asserted without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. And all that remains is the void in the soul, the void in the morals of the person shoveling such shit.